Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Looking for more ways to circle round with us? Join the Circle Round Club and get all sorts of great perks, like a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, monthly newsletters, even ad-free episodes, and bonus bedtime stories. Support our public radio podcast and sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. WBUR Podcasts, Boston. Think about some of your talents, your special skills. Do you write poetry? Play soccer? Maybe you can make up tricky riddles or make other people laugh. We all have special strengths. And in the story we're about to hear, one character uses his talents to help another character meet her match. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called Chameleon's Contest. Versions of this tale originally come from the Igbo people of Nigeria in West Africa. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this folktale, including Jonica Booth and Jay Farrow. Grown-ups, you can see Jonica Booth in Issa Rae's new HBO Max show, Rap Stuff. Jay Farrow stars in the new Comedy Central film, Out of Office. The Saturday Night Live alum is currently on a comedy tour, coming to a city near you. So, circle around, everyone. For Chameleon's Contest. Long, long ago... In the very beginning of things, the Great Spirit decided to create the earth and sky. I shall create mountains and trees, rivers and oceans, the sun, the moon, and stars. From there, he created other spirits, gods and goddesses, to watch over the things he had brought forth. Earth goddess, you shall watch over all the land. It would be my honor, Great Spirit. Sky God, you shall watch over all the heavens. It would be my privilege, Great Spirit. And Sea Goddess, you shall watch over all the waters. Uh, Sea Goddess? Sea Goddess? Uh, uh, Here I am, Great Spirit. You called? Yes, Sea Goddess. I was giving you your role as watcher of all the waters. Oh, that would be amazing. The waters of this earth are so beautiful. And the oceans, they're filled with all these amazing shells, corals, and pearls. I can hardly wait to work them into my outfits. I'm thinking shells for my crowns, corals for my bracelets and necklaces, and maybe a long, luxurious robe studded with pearls. Sea Goddess, as you can tell, was quite the fashionista, obsessed with clothing and jewelry and looking chic and stylish at all times. I'm glad you appreciate my creation, Sea Goddess. Does this mean you'll take on your new duties? You bet, Grey Spirit. I can hardly wait. Right off the bat, Earth Goddess, Sky God, and Sea Goddess assumed their tasks dutifully. They knew the Great Spirit was the supreme being who created everyone and everything. And they knew better than to disobey the all-powerful one. But as time went by, 
sea goddess began having second thoughts. Hey, earth goddess, sky god, can we talk for a sec? What is it, sea goddess? Is everything all right? Yes, sky god, everything's fine. Especially my new coral necklace. See how it glitters and gleams? Isn't it fantastic? It's great, sea goddess. Very nice. But why did you call on us? Well, it's just that I've been thinking. About the waters? After all, the great spirit created you to watch over all the waters. I know that. And I love my job. I do. And it's not just about treasures like shells and corals and pearls. I love how the fish in my rivers and lakes and oceans feed so many creatures and how magnificently my waves crash against the shore. And have you seen those incredible whirlpools I can make? I mean, basically, I am amazing. You're humble, too. You can say that again. Listen, I know we always say that the Great Spirit is the supreme being and all that, but I'm thinking, maybe I should be the supreme being. Okay, slow down there, sea goddess. Yeah, I mean, as the sky god, my rain provides the water that fills your rivers, lakes, and oceans. And my thunderstorms and tornadoes can be devastating. And as the earth goddess, I grow crops and provide fresh air and shade with my trees. Plus, I can wreak havoc with my earthquakes and avalanches. But neither Earth Goddess nor myself would ever challenge the Great Spirit as the Supreme Being. Never. Think about it, Sea Goddess. The three of us wouldn't even be here if not for the Great Spirit. Details, details. All I'm saying is that at the end of the day, I believe that the real Great Spirit is me. Well, as you can imagine, when the Great Spirit caught wind of Sea Goddess's boasting... He was not pleased. So, Sea Goddess really thinks she's more powerful than I am, eh? I'm too busy keeping the universe going to head to the bottom of the sea. So I shall send down a messenger to set her straight. One who will show her what's what. Now, the Great Spirit could have sent anyone to be his messenger. So you might be surprised as to whom the Supreme Being chose. It was none other than... Chameleon! Yes, Great Spirit! What can I do for you? Chameleon, the Sea Goddess is challenging my supremacy. And I want you to go down and visit her and set her straight. That's mighty kind of you, Great Spirit. I'm very flattered. But you do know I'm only like a foot and a half long, right? And of all the lizards in the world, I am by far the slowest. A family of snails crawling through honey could move faster than I do. Of course I know those things, Chameleon. I created you, after all. But I chose you for one of your strengths. Something you can do that no one else can. Oh! You mean move my eyes in two different directions? Check this out! Uh, 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 uh. I need to clean back there. That is quite special, Chameleon, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your ability to change colors, to blend in with your surroundings. Oh, that! 
Yeah, my ability to camouflage is pretty cool, isn't it? Sure comes in handy when I'm trying to avoid a snake or a bird who wants to eat me. I just match the colors and patterns of whatever I'm near, like a rock, a plant, whatever, and they think I vanished. But, uh, what does any of that have to do with sea goddess? You'll find that out when you go and visit her, Chameleon. If all goes as I hope it will, your ability to match your surroundings will show that impertinent goddess that she's no match for me. What do you think the Great Spirit is planning? And how will Chameleon's camouflage skills help him with Sea Goddess? We'll find out after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We've been looking for even more ways to circle round with super fans like you. And now we've got another one. The Circle Round Club. When you join the Circle Round Club, not only do you support the public radio station that makes Circle Round possible, but you can get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters from me, Rebecca Shear, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, and ad-free episodes. Sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today, our story is called Chameleon's Contest. Before the break, Sea Goddess, the chic, stylish watcher of all the waters, was getting a little big for her britches. She declared she was more powerful than the Great Spirit, the supreme being who had created the earth and sky, plus all the gods and goddesses. So the Great Spirit sent Chameleon to the bottom of the sea to set Sea Goddess straight. As the scaly lizard sank down past fronds of seaweed and schools of fish, he found that, thanks to the Great Spirit's magic, he was able to breathe beneath the water. (gasps) Well, that's a relief! Of course, I'm still not sure how my ability to camouflage will help when I talk with Sea Goddess, but surely the Great Spirit knows what he's doing. When Chameleon reached the sandy bottom of the sea, his bulging eyes grew wide. Whoa, whoa! Check out Sea Goddess's palace! The whole thing is studded with jewels and shells. She's got quite the abode. Chameleon floated through the palace's massive front door. After zigging and zagging through hallway after hallway, each one more shimmery and glimmery than the last, he reached a cavernous room where Sea Goddess sat high on a glistening throne. Chameleon? You're not one of my sea creatures. What are you doing here? Greetings, Sea Goddess. I come here as a messenger from the Great Spirit. 
He heard you questioning his power and saying that you should be the supreme being. Sea goddess waved a hand covered with bracelets and rings. Well, can you blame me for saying I should be supreme? Look at this room. Look at this palace. Look at me. I am fabulous. Chameleon could hardly disagree. Sea goddess was fabulous, but she was also full of herself. Suddenly, the crafty little lizard knew just how he'd bring the vain goddess down to size. You're right, sea goddess. You are fabulous. But I'll bet I can prove that I'm every bit as fabulous as you are. I hereby challenge you to a fashion contest! Sea goddess looked Chameleon up and down and laughed. (laughs) A fashion contest? With you? No offense, Chameleon. But how can a sluggish, scaly lizard possibly win a fashion contest against a goddess? There's only one way to find out, isn't there? Unless, of course, you're not up for it. Oh, no. I'm up for it. Wait, right here. I'll come back wearing an ensemble that'll knock your socks off. Sea goddess drifted from the room. When she breezed back in, she was wearing a bright green dress covered with pieces of radiant sea glass that glinted like a mirror. What do you think of this nifty number, chameleon? There's no way you could possibly... (gasps) Sea goddess stopped short, because when she looked down, by her side was chameleon, and the little lizard appeared to be wearing the exact same dress she was. Same green color, same pieces of sea glass, everything. What were you saying, sea goddess? There's no way I could possibly what? Because clearly I am every bit as stylish as you are. Perhaps you'd like a rematch. Sea goddess blinked her eyes. Yes, let's have a rematch. I'ma head out and change again. And when I come back, there's no way you can top me. For the second time that day, Sea Goddess floated out of the room. Chameleon could hardly wait for her to come back, so he could once again imitate whatever she was wearing and match it color for color, jewel for jewel. This time, when Sea Goddess swept back in, she was wearing another gown. It was sparkly silver, with iridescent shells and coral woven throughout. Feast your eyes on this fantastic frock, Chameleon. It's absolutely one of a kind, personally made for me by the tailored fish who live in the... (gasps) Once more, Sea Goddess fell silent. And do you know why? Because, again, Chameleon had swum to her side and blended in with what she was wearing. So it appeared that he, too, was dolled up in a silver gown flecked with shells and coral. What were you saying, Sea Goddess? The gown was personally made for you... Because somehow, I'm wearing the exact same one. Maybe we should go another round? Sea goddess clenched her fists. Yes, let's go another round. So, for the third time, sea goddess swam out of the room. When she returned, she had on yet another gown. This one, a dark, steely blue like the sea during a storm, and fringed with red, orange, purple, and pink starfish. Get a load of this glamorous get-up, chameleon. Only I could possibly own a creation as gorgeous as... (gasps) Once more, sea goddess froze in her tracks. Because, as you may have guessed, 
chameleon seemed to be wearing a steely blue gown lined with starfish, too. <laughs> what were you saying, sea goddess? A creation as gorgeous as what now? The fashion contest continued all day. The determined deity would change into yet another glorious garment. Have a gander at this one, chameleon. Only to discover that chameleon was wearing the exact same thing. <gasps> this happened over uh, and over. What? And over. No way. Until at last. I give up. You win. Are you sure you want to throw in the towel, sea goddess? Because I could keep doing this all day. There's no limit to the dapper duds I can wear. I can see that. You're just the lowly lizard messenger of the great spirit. Yet you can dress every bit as fabulously as I do. Clearly I've been bested and clearly the great spirit is the most powerful of all. So what can I do but wave the white flag? Though personally I look much better with a blue flag. Or maybe green. Or silver. Or even orange. Like coral? Though I do look amazing in red and yellow, too. Well, that was the last time that sea goddess, or any god or goddess, challenged the great spirit. To this day, the Igbo people of Nigeria call the great spirit Chukwu, from the Igbo words chi, meaning spiritual being, and ukwu, meaning great in size. Yet, if we believe this story, then the great spiritual being didn't prove his power alone. He had help along the way from a little lizard who overcame a big challenge with flying colors. Now it's your turn. How can you use one of your special skills to help others? Maybe you love doing art and can create a handmade card for a neighbor who's been under the weather. Perhaps you can do magic tricks and can entertain your family on a rainy day. Or maybe you're a really good listener and you can help a friend who's going through a tough time. Think about your skill, then think about how you can use your talent to bring a smile to others. Something tells me that once you're done, you'll be smiling too. This week's story, Chameleon's Contest, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Circle Round's supervising producer, Nora Sachs. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has created a black and white picture for every Circle Round story, and you can print them out and color them in. Grown-ups, you can find more than 180 Circle Round coloring pages on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. Special thanks to this week's actors, Theodore Chin, Mike Smith, Don Ursula, Jonica Booth, and Jay Farrow. Grown-ups, check out Jonica Booth and Issa Rae's new HBO Max show, Rap Stuff. Jay Farrow stars in the new Comedy Central film, Out of Office. The Saturday Night Live alum is currently on a comedy tour coming to a city near you. You can find tour dates on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. This week's featured instrument was the balafone. You can learn more about this wooden xylophone originally from West Africa and see a photo of Eric Shimalonis playing one on our website. Once more, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Love what you hear on Circle Round? Please help spread the Circle Round word by writing us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app and by telling your friends about the show. It means a lot. 
And now you can find Circle Round in your favorite bookstore. Our first two picture books, A Taste of Honey and The Tale of the Unwelcome Guest, are out now. And our third, The Great Ball Game, is available for pre-order. Visit WBUR.org slash Circle Round to get your copies. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. My name is Enoch, and I'm from Australia, and my favorite episode is the Granddad's Stone, because I like the part when the Granddad really turned into a rock and was talking to him. My name is Vera. I live in Minneapolis, and my favorite Circle Round story is The Three-Legged Pot. Hi, my name is Dee. I'm from Honeyway Falls, New York. My favorite story is The Goat in the Garden because I really like goats. My name is Olya, and I'm from Westchester, Pennsylvania. My favorite episode is The Basilisk's Tale, and my favorite part is when she turns the basilisk to stone. My name is Christian from Pittsburgh, and my favorite story was the never-ending stories, and I like the part where the dragon came. I am Gabriel from Pittsburgh. My favorite story is Friends in High Places. I like the part when the giraffe grows bigger. My name is Jackson. I live in Bluebell, Pennsylvania. My favorite circle around story is the wind catcher because I like when the big guy gets blown back to the island and Jabadol gets to be the new chief. Bye. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.